Hey, welcome to phase two, the content phase of Traffic Grab. In this phase, we're going to go through the pillar articles, videos, audios, and images that you can assemble so that you give yourself the best chance of premium targeted traffic. The first step, of course, is to collate information so that you can start preparing it. The best way that I've found to collate information is to use a system of Gmail with filters and labels so that information can come in from various sources and go straight to the right filter. And the other way that I really like is using RSS feeds. Now you can set up a feed reader, RSS reader, that can actually collate information by category. So I've actually gone out and had my team set up RSS feeds for the topics that we're most interested in. And they later go and prepare content from that to go onto our websites. Another way that I store information is using an application called Things for Mac. And a lot of people rave about Evernote. So if you're not using Things, also have a look at Evernote. Between those two programs, it's a great place to store data. I like to post Word docs, Excel spreadsheets, all sorts of things. I can just grab the, the text and paste it into Things. And it's got a great search feature. So when I want to put together content, I just type the name of the topic and it will show me all of my previously stored content that I can quickly compile into the right format. When you're ready to go, pull out the whiteboard and just brainstorm down topic ideas. This is a really great way to get all the key information ready to send off to your team. Or if it's you doing the content, then you can compile it from this. Now we're going to cover in a short time who can do the work for you. Now what I suggest if you're using a whiteboard, I actually set up a folder in my computer or my Dropbox called whiteboard and I just take photographs with my iPhone and I store all my photographs from the whiteboard into one folder. That way you can share it with your team. Let's talk about effective content. I'm going to equate this to fishing. If we wanted to land the fish in our boat, we're going to need some equipment and everything else. The line is really like the offer and the hook is sort of like the website. We want to have a good website that people can come to and be really interested in so that they take the offer. The content is really like the bait that we put on the website. So we've got the offer, the website, and the content. And the content is what is really attractive to the right customer. And then, of course, the customer is going to go for that content. They're going to find that uh, website. They're going to get hooked to the offer, and we're going to land it. So this is exactly what we do when we go search engine optimizing. Let's talk about text content first. Now, this can be prepared by you or someone else, but text is a huge deal on the internet. And still, for the most part, people are typing in words into Google. That's why text is great. And articles really do form the baseline for our text. And when we're putting together content in the form of articles, there are four main categories that I use, and I'm going to cover a couple of extras in a minute. But we need to go and get the content from our storage and into the right sort of article format that we can use to get the right customers. So as covered in the research mode, we're really looking for articles that cover the things such as how-to, review articles, product-themed articles, and author-themed articles. So how-to is, again, people wanting problems solved. So how to do this, how to do that in your market. Reviews, that could be a comparison or Product X reviewed, products X reviewed, is X really that good? That type of article really brings in customers. Product names are simple. That's product names combined with review is a good combo. 
author names can be articles that will bring in readers and researchers looking for more information on that particular author and then you can lead them through to the author's products and services and things that relate to the author's products and services. Above all, the content has to be compelling because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to compel somebody to take action. So really compelling content are things like rants, you know, when you go against the grain or you say uh, something is way better than something else or such and such doesn't really work. You know, get, get a little bit of heat going into the conversation. And this works really well on social media when we learn about that in the traffic section. Case studies are fantastic. People love case studies, just like we're getting with Traffic Grab. You're actually seeing my own examples and what I've done and the results that I got. Case study content is premium content. Tips and tricks, that's another extension of the how-to. Tips, hacks, secrets, shortcuts, magic bullets, silver bullets, all of these things are very, very compelling content. And, of course, lists, the top 10 lists, a friend of mine, Michael Dunlop, is really good at doing lists. There's also sites like Top 10s where you can go and see the top 10 of any type of thing. This may give you some ideas as to, to what type of things you can talk about for your content. This site's uh, ranked 8,500-odd in Alexa, so it's very, very popular proving this concept. Of course, people love shiny objects. Whatever's new, whatever's interesting, anything new in the market is going to get traction. Then, of course, we need to pre-sell. So that means when people come to our content, we're sort of leaning into the conversion side of it here, but we actually want the content to do the job and to compel people to take action. So we really do need to cover copywriting a little bit here, and we'll come back and cover it more. How do we structure our content to get it working for us? First, we need some sort of attention-getting headline, and this really should have the keywords in it. The keywords are what people find relevant and respond to because that's exactly the type of buyer we're looking for. And it's going to help our search engine results. Then we have some sort of curiosity sub-headline. We move through to introducing the product or the service. And then we talk about the benefits. And proper benefit bullets really are the cornerstone for a great article. And it's not just stating the benefit, but also leveraging that benefit into why that's actually useful. So you could say the benefit of this fantastic wax is that it gives your car a protective layer. And what that means is that you don't have to wax it as often or you're unlikely to get dirt sticking to the car. It'll just fly off instead. Okay, then demonstrate the results and warm up the solution. So talk about the actual results. What does the product or the service do? And start getting people interested in it. And then we like an honest disclosure. This is also called a damaging admission where we build to the close. So just say, of course, this thing won't do all the work for you, but it's the next best thing. You know, something that is going to make you get some trust and some bonding with the customer and then build to the close. And then you fully outline the compelling solution. Make this solution extremely compelling. Outline it in detail. And then, of course, finish with a strong, clear call to action. So this is the brief that our writing team have, and our articles do the job. So someone comes onto the article. This could also work for videos and for audios as well. So think about this. We're going to cover different types of content in a second. Now, I do have advanced selling strategies, but we cover those in the leverage section because that's where we can really get uh, leverage on our sales content. Now, we need to talk about spun articles and posts because 
we can take our seed articles and expand them and get a tremendous amount of volume from them. We'll talk about how to submit these spun articles and posts in the traffic section, but just know that you need to pre-prepare various versions of your content. Now, my team love a tool called The Best Spinner. It really is The Best Spinner. It is a tool where they can take the core article and turn it into lots and lots of other versions. And it also prepares content ready for other tools that we use, which we cover in the traffic section. Another spinning tool is Content Boss. Content Boss is an online version and it has a thing called the Jet Spinner. It's more automated, however, it doesn't give you as much freedom to change the, the content. There's pros and cons for both. We cover both of these tools in the tools section in the traffic phase of our Traffic Grab product. So just for now, we've got our content, we've got our core articles, and we've got spun versions. Now we need to get some images. And images really increase engagement. You need to use lots and lots of images. Google love images. They're highly relevant. And there's some very, very good things we can use to exploit images, especially with getting our images found in the search results and having the user land directly on our website. We can actually move away from the Google images and pull people straight to our website just by ranking well for the images. So let's go straight to the spaghetti bowl and have a look at the images section. This is what we would see. There's stock images, camera images, and then screenshots. They all sort of form our image library. So let's just cover these one by one. Firstly, photographs. A great place to get photos is a stock library. Our team love iStock Photo, but there are plenty of other ones. We just like this one because it's of high quality. Because it's paid, it also means that we're getting better usage of the images because it sort of keeps the majority of people out. Anything that's paid keeps the majority of people away. By buying the images and using them with the correct rights, you're actually covering yourself a little bit better from a legal perspective. Then there's the camera, of course. Now, most people these days have an iPhone or portable device. And, of course, if you want to go high-end and, and get a super-duper SLR camera, you can get some really, really good photos for your own library. And if you are prepared to take original photos, you will have an exclusive on them and nobody else has the images and you own them and you don't have any legal issues. It's important if you have an overseas team that you brief them on the legal requirements for using pictures because it's just not good enough to go to Google Images and take a picture from there. You probably don't have the rights to use that and you may be opening yourself up for legal problems. Now what I've done is combine a fantastic app called Hipstamatic, which I learned from Ed Dale, and I'm using Hipstamatic photos occasionally on my Facebook campaigns and they are really, really popular because they're different. They're a little bit old school and they're unique. And for just a few dollars, that app is going to give you a unique angle and make compelling images for your audience. Other types of images are screenshots. Now, I like to take screenshots from the target website. So when we're actually talking about or demonstrating or creating products, then what we can do is we can go to a website. So for example, I've gone here to TechSmith who make a program called Snagit. And I've actually taken a screenshot of their website so that I can fully demonstrate the website. Now, of course, I've got to acknowledge that TechSmith owns its own rights. We're not trying to claim that, that we have rights to this image, but we are using it as an example to demonstrate their product. So the best program for PC users is Snagit for PC. 
I've tried it on the Mac and it sucks. Luckily on a Mac, you can use Command-Shift-4 to take a picture from anywhere on the screen. And if you're using Keynote, which is what I'm using to prepare this presentation, it's very easy to modify pictures. That's how I'm doing all those little lines and movements and uh, squiggles and highlights. I'm just using Command-Shift-4 and then the Keynote functions to enhance the images. Now, the other sort of images that are really useful in your campaigns are graphics. They're going to increase your conversions dramatically. I use graphics for all sorts of things. I create banners for affiliates. I create e-covers for products that I sell. You can have animated graphics. You can have static graphics. But pay a designer or employ a designer or outsource this and get some really slick-looking graphics. You also want to use e-covers wherever possible for your reports. So for Traffic Grab, we've got the e-cover for the PDF transcription. We've got the uh, representation of what the video cover would look like. It's important when you use these that you actually word it with instant download digitally delivered or something like that so that people don't feel as though they're getting a real DVD set. Now, in the case where you do have a real DVD set, of course, you don't have to put that. For more targeted traffic tips, visit www.trafficgrab.com.